What is up, y'all? What is good? This is Miss LaRae's podcast. I am coming to you straight off of the next episode. Thursdays at 8 p.m., I will be tuning in in your living room, uh, in your office, uh, when you're working out. Whenever you choose to tune in to Miss LaRae podcast, I will be available and ready for you to listen to on Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Thank you. Clap it off to everyone who tuned in so far. I appreciate everybody's support. The last episodes I've been posting have been uh, just audio. I'm trying to build more of my audio audience as well versus just always having things on a visual or video basis. But I did two of them and now I'm ready to get back in your face and kind of allow you to see some interaction from me. Um, not just from talking through a phone or through um, whatever I used to record, but also to actually up close and up close and personal with me you know what i'm saying um but anyway so i just want to thank everybody whoever didn't get to tune into the last episode we talked about many things in the black community and black culture and how we need to improve and invest in each other and truly become generational in our wealth when it comes to our family um and also being able to just be real with one another on those types of things also in an episode prior talked about um hr anything in dealing with how to interview well things that you need to think of when you're a business owner or an employer who is dealing with employees and how to kind of get keep yourself out of litigation when it comes to employee relation issues we also talked about um 2020 goals and those that i want to succeed at uh, bringing into fruition hopefully you'll be on the journey with some of those things that we talked about and also we talked about um law of attraction right so now we are catching up and we're getting ready to talk about three things in the next episode did i say three yes i said three you heard me the first time okay so anyway to get to this i want to go ahead and get my tagline in welcome to miss Ray's podcast we are the number one in inspirational cultural and social awareness podcasting i only aspire to inspire you cultivate you and socially aware you now i'm gonna get into talking about only controlling what you can control so if you follow me let me go ahead and give you my instagram name it is miss la ray podcast so it is m-i-s-s uh, L-A underscore R-A-E podcast. That's with an S. Don't forget that S, okay? And don't forget that underscore in live Anyway, go on there on YouTube. On Instagram, it is M-I-S-S-L-A underscore R-A-E underscore podcast. And on Facebook, you can find me under Dianca Sutton. Yes, that is my real name. <laughs> but my middle name is Laray. And so now you see that as being my new my name for my podcast but to find me on facebook that's how you can find me all right so let's get into this and let's get it going so only control what you can control what i mean by that is a lot of times we tend to get so caught up in the worries and carries of the world worrying about our uh, the goals that I want to meet going to be met. Uh, is that house that I want to close out on by a certain month of the year going to happen? Am, am I going to be in a successful and fruitful relationship? Is the relationship I'm currently in going to get better? How do I pay my next bills? How do I get to a position where I can be promoted and, and be able to attain the goals that I want to go after? We all want to get to those types of points in our life. 
But the reality is there are going to be certain things along the journey that you're not going to be able to control, right? And so um, we always try to get everything solved in one day or get something solved very quickly or we try to solve things ourselves. The reality is I've struggled with this before so I get it but I've realized the reality is it's not about controlling everything it's about speaking things into existence speaking it into existence that whatever my concerns are whatever my worries are whatever my anxiety is for it will work itself out and if the more you speak that into existence day in and day out not just every other day every other week after you done uh went on a vacation and now you done come back but really speaking it into existence daily Right. And so that allows you to speak it into existence. Well, what is speaking into existence does? It creates a universe so that it returns back to you to where whatever you can't control, you want to control, but you just don't have the control over like life in general. You can depend on the universe to return it back to you. What is the universe controlled by? God. Right now, I don't know if everybody has a walk with God. I'm not trying to impose my religion on somebody else's religion. But what I am saying, this is the way that I look at the universe. I look at the universe as being something that is controlled by God. So I feel like if I speak out into the universe, that is me also speaking out to God. Another method is pray. Spending time with who you believe has control over your life is what makes that thing, that spirit, that, that the heavenly father in my eyes, gain a momentum of hearing you. He is already, he already knows your desires, right? The universe has already received your desires, but sometimes you've got to put it into the atmosphere, into the universe so that it communicates back and forth. I don't know about you, but I'm all about energy. I'm all about the connection of energy from one uh, force to the other. And I feel like if we, like I talked about in one of my previous episodes, if we talk about how the top, the tongue is powerful, right? What comes off the tongue is extreme and it's powerful. Then we also have to realize that that's a force. If I say it's powerful, uh, most times when I think of force, I don't know about you guys, Put it in the comment below if you you know have some type of, of thought about what power and force means to you. But to me, it means uh, whatever is has a force has power. Whatever has power has a force. If my tongue has power, and if you believe what I believe, the universe is powerful, God is powerful, then we have to connect. And by connecting, that means we speak to one another. We communicate with one another so that whatever needs to go out, can come back to us, right? So it's a, it's, it's a, it's a sense of energy. And I believe that is why people probably think that the world was, was created through science, as they say. I don't believe that. I don't disrespect anybody who believes it. Your beliefs are your beliefs, minds are mine. But what I want to say is I do believe that that is the reason because there is uh, energy and currents that kind of speak to one another as we speak out to the universe as we speak out to God but I call that spiritual connections I call that spiritual conversations right so that is my thing about control only control what you can control anything else give it to God Give it to the universe. Say it's going to happen anyhow. Believe in it anyhow. 
Because one thing that I've learned is that uh, my pastor, Pastor Sabrina Lewis, taught me that there are going to be times where you're going to see things that you prayed for back when you were 15 years old, 12 years old, 13 years old happened to you when you were 24, 25. There are things you're going to see come back up for you when you are 28 that you pray for when you were 20. And it can go even further than when you were 40 and you prayed for back when you were 25 because God doesn't operate in time. That really helped me. Shout out to her. My pastor is the pastor over a word in season ministries. Check her out in Apex, North Carolina. I did not make those words up, but I feel like anybody else needs to hear that. If you want to hear even a better word, go to the house and really get that because it helped me. It helped me to realize that as long as I believe, as long as I have faith, I'm already in the graces of God. He's already taking my whole journey and he's ordering the steps and he's going to order them how he wants to order them. Let's get into that. Sometimes we think we can control the steps that are already ordered for us. How? We didn't control them. God controlled them because he ordered them. So sometimes we're going to feel like, I don't feel like I'm going to get there. A lot of times, to be honest with you, I feel like the reason why I feel like I'm not going to get there is because I feel like it's not happening the way I think it should happen. The way I should go about it happening, it just seems kind of weird. Or how long it's taking to get there. But the reality is, I don't control any of it. If God ordered my steps, then how is it that I'm going to turn back around and tell him which direction to take me in? How is it that I'm going to tell him how many miles I got to travel to get there? He's ordered them. But what I have to do is align with what he wants me to do. So that goes into my next thing of meditation. Meditation allows you to learn how to calm your spirit in very stormy times of your life. Like for instance, for me, I work in a very, very, as you, a lot of you probably already know, uh, stressful environment. I work in human resources. So the reality is I'm dealing with crazy stuff all day. And so for me, how I tend to deal with it is I, I, I remain calm in the storm, but that comes with discipline and practice. So if you know, if you can learn how to create an atmosphere, a euphoria of peace and tranquility, which is normally what you can gain through meditation or even yoga, but I, I personally do meditation, uh, then you can typically learn how to be patient enough to allow the loud noise to shallow out and allow the quietness to the storm, the quietness that you need, the calmness that you need, the tranquility that you need to remain uh, poised and leveled in order to be able to get beyond that point of feeling anxious, of feeling frustrated, of feeling disappointed, of feeling like you're not getting anywhere. The reality is if we learn, if we learn how to just let the universe how we just allow the things that are already naturally there for us to allow the gravitation towards, then we are capable of being able to not be in a place of destruction, not feeling like we've lost on something, you know, and, and, and also what, what I've realized with that is we tend to spend so much time. And again, let's go back to energy. 
worrying about the things we can't control. So when we're in that position, it's like we're not we're no longer focusing even how to get out of the situation. We're focusing on the situation. We don't know how the situation is going to pan out. The thing is to keep pressing forward no matter what. You know, if if you want to attain a business, the odds may really be against you in the beginning. It may be that you just really don't have the the finances to just dump into a business and see it go from the the uh the ball rolling, right? But the reality is if you dwell on that part, if you dwell on the part you cannot change yet. Yet, because I do believe that you can change your story no matter what you were uh what no matter what you started at, no matter where you began, you can still change your story. So um, let's get back into energy. The more I dwell on the things that I can't control, the things that are already up against me, that is within that very moment, I'm losing the positive kinetic energy that I need to continue to keep going. I'm now causing myself to be even further down about what has taken place in my life. And I'm going to tell you right now, the only reason why I can even say that now is because one, learning how to meditate. I meditate with God. I try to hear him speak to me. I try to hear his voice. Church, you know, prayer, really realizing what the meaning of his word means and really applying it to my life for real, for real, for real. And on top of that, um, just trusting and believing that whatever is for me is going to be for me. So whether you know, it doesn't happen now, but it happens later or whether it's a somebody said it wasn't going to happen, but because he's in control, it's going to happen anyway. It allows me to sleep better at night. It allows me to rest at night and know that I'm taken care of. He is my counselor, protector and provider. So I just wanted to get into that. Let's go into the next topic. Forget about yesterday. Let's get to tomorrow. All right. I know it sounds simple. I know we've heard it before, but I want to reiterate it because a lot of times, and this is for my entrepreneurs. This is for the people who are really, really starting out in business, really trying to grow, really trying to travel in a forward time of entrepreneurship. Those who are even trying to move ahead on the job. You know, everybody is not trying to be an entrepreneur. I'm all about entrepreneurship. I'm all about, you know, building, um, building businesses and, and especially the African-American community. But I'm also about realizing that there are people who are not on that wave. They do want to just have a, a profound career at a company that they work at and that's fine it's okay if you're not going that route okay I prefer entrepreneurship but it doesn't have to be that way anyway let's get into for forgetting about what happened yesterday and worrying about tomorrow the let's go into business side of things one thing I've learned with my podcast is to not worry about uh, a post that maybe didn't get the views, the number of views that I wanted or the number of likes that I wanted or a YouTube video did, that didn't get the views that I wanted. Or maybe I felt like I messed up on an episode whenever I was talking about a specific topic and I could have done better, right? But who cares? The reality is that was yesterday. First of all, let's talk about social media. There are thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people on Instagram and Facebook. I can't even keep up with how many people is on there. And I know you can't either. So whatever you feel personally like you could have done better, 
failed at on today or yesterday and now you're like oh shoot I wish I would have done better I wish that I would have maybe produced better work I wish that I would have learned how to trigger my audience in a way that it provided an insight to them that made them want to see more and want to um, avail to more right so what though do it tomorrow do it today go and figure out what you want to try in order to see if it'll work the reality though is business is trial and error now don't misconstrue that with preparation you must sit and plan but the reality is nobody knows every single thing so what you plan out what you prepare may not work the first time it may not work the third fourth fifth time um, but if you keep in mind that every single day that I'm working on this I'm going to get better you will get better let's think about those who go or who have went from um, working as an employee to now working in uh, entrepreneurship something you've never done before and now you're like trying to go full-fledged okay if you had a career prior and you made it to a third or fourth level in your career how long did it take to get there right did it take at least five to six years to get to a, if you're a manager a manager position or a, a position where you are not quite a manager but you're still at a high level position I know I'm talking HR right now but you know that's my world <laughs> but if you put if you are willing to put in five to six years in a position not your own company in another person's company to get to a certain level not only of a job title but also a salary or as they say salary increase promotion then you should be even more willing to put that much time and better in a business if you stop you've already lost I've said that before but it's the truth if you sit here and say oh I'm not really getting where I want to go I'm not at now everything is about numbers and stuff on social media I hate to say it but that's what it is I'm not getting as much views as I want I'm not getting as much likes as I want I'm not getting as much followers as I want my audience is not engaging with me as much today and yesterday you can't do nothing about it if it's already done figure it out try to try different mechanisms to see what will work for you also your whole business does not consist of Instagram and Facebook if you have a type of business where you can actually interface with people in person utilize that as well because sometimes social media is a place where people feel like they just want to be entertained so maybe they don't want to hear about your business at that moment or they don't want to hear about your product at that moment that's okay sometimes they want to be informed maybe your product your service or whatever is not giving them that it doesn't mean your product is a bad product it doesn't mean your service is a bad service it doesn't mean that the industry that you thrive in with your business is bad it just means that we are we are human beings our minds are very diverse it moves in in a time frame that is speedy and, and like lightning we don't realize it but our brains are like composed of many components that causes us to think in like a rotation just like this I mean think about how many things you'd have thought about today from the time you get up to the time you go to sleep right and so for you to sit here and think that somebody is just only going to look at your product your service every day all day especially when you've just begun it's not gonna happen and I'm not saying that because I'm so far ahead 
I'm still in the beginning stages in my head. Um, so I'm just saying that because that's what I've learned and what I've, what I've realized. And in the beginning, I would get really upset, really frustrated. Like, oh my gosh, I don't understand why I put all this time in, I'm posting, I'm trying to engage, et cetera, et cetera, and nothing's working. If you stop, if you lessen your engagement, if you lessen your content that you put out, you're going to find yourself seeing the results get worse and worse. So why not? Continue to try to do more and more. Forget about yesterday. Forget about that person that upset you earlier this morning. Forget about the situation that took place two weeks ago, two months ago, two years ago. Because guess what? None of it matters today. None of that stuff carries with you unless you carry it with you. Unless you carry the weight of what happened to you. Let's go into relationships. I know everybody loves to talk about them and just spend only a few minutes because I do not want my podcast to be known as a relationship podcast. And there's nothing wrong with relationship podcasts. It's just that's not my focal interest with my podcast, as you know. But let's get into relationships. Um, as you do healing, you have to realize that the person in your past is your past. If you made the decision to walk away from that relationship or if that if a person made the decision to walk away from you, that relationship was not meant to be. If it was going, if it was meant to be, it will come back together or it would have stayed together. If it ain't going to work right now, it ain't going to work right now. It's okay. Focus on you. Love yourself so much more than another person that you prefer to allow what the universe, what you can't control to bring that relationship back. If you want it back, if you don't want it back, you walked away for a reason. Right. Or it just didn't work out for a reason. Move on. Live your life. Build your life to what you want it to be. Meet someone else who's far more amazing than maybe the person that let you down in your past. But don't bring what was in the past to the present. It, the person that you are starting a new relationship, the person with the person that you are starting a new uh, connection with has nothing to do with your past. They, they are going to become more frustrated with the fact that you can't get over your past than they are going to be that you were hurt. And the reason is because you're treating them like the person that did you wrong. And this person may be loving you, may be affectionate to you, may be really connecting with you, really genuinely trying to be that significant other for you. But because you're holding on to what? The past and not moving on to the future, forgetting about the past as if it didn't even exist. And moving to the future. I, I want to go into one more topic about relationships when it comes to that. I also feel like when you're in a relationship, this is just my opinion. We all know this ain't facts. When you're in a relationship, you've got to forget about things that happened in the past. So that you can get to the next steps of your relationship. I think a lot of times we hold on to grudges from something our spouse did to us in the past. And there's some things you can't bounce back from. Abuse, cheating, uh, getting another woman pregnant, which is cheating. But that's like another level of cheating. Or whatever you think is just something you can't come back from. Right? Everybody has their own deal breakers, their own things. And if a person ain't going to come back to you for that, they're just not going to come back to you for that. But if it's some things in that relationship that are small, right? You <coughs> felt like 
you know, they were not as affectionate as they used to be. Or you felt like you guys used to do more things together and now you're not. Maybe, maybe <coughs> they have a lot going on at work. Excuse me, I got a little thirsty. Had to drink a little vitamin water. Um, <laughs> but maybe they had something going on at work. Maybe they had something going on personally um with their family and they just don't want to share that with you quite yet but they will um there are a lot of things that can be the reasons for why uh your significant other may have become a little distant it doesn't always mean they're cheating it does not always mean that they're doing something wrong to you behind your back i think that is a thing where we take something from our past again and we put it against someone who is in our current and our future right so maybe in your past a, a, a guy or a female you know was becoming distant and the reason was because they were cheating but we can't again jump to conclusions and and continue to allow our past to dictate our future right so let's go back into connecting that with speaking into existence when you say you want to speak something into existence you speak it into existence maybe this relationship is something you spoke into existence and it happened but now that it's here and everything is not perfect day in and day out you attach that to what was in your past so why even speak something up into existence if you're not ready to get to meet at that point of where the universe connected with your request with your tongue just a point i want to make um some may agree some may disagree but that is something that i really have really learned uh dealing with previous relationships and you can find yourself healing a lot quicker by just letting things go letting people go letting situations go yeah it was a great relationship when it was there but it ain't it, it, it something caused it to trigger into no longer being one yeah you thought that person was the best person ever in life and you wanted to be with them for the rest of your life reality is they they turn out to be not with you who you thought move on because the longer you stay in a toxic relationship and the longer you um, spend your time being damaged by that individual, when it is time to move on to the right man, you will not be able to love him the way he deserves. And he will not be able to love you the way you deserve. Vice versa with men, move on. Allow the woman that you currently have in front of you to love you the way you deserve to be loved. The person before you obviously did not work for a reason. Maybe timing was the reason. Maybe um, location was the reason. Maybe y'all just were not, y'all were not compatible. You know what I mean? And it's fine to recognize that and it's fine to move on from that, right? So do not allow your past dictate or control your future. All right. Last topic I want to get into, and then I am out. Invest now so that you can save and benefit later. My gosh, that right there, if somebody would have told me that when I was probably uh, 10 years old, I would have been so much more active in a lot more things, specifically my future. And when I was 16, I wish I was told that because that's when I started working my finances. I'm going to pertain this to your finances. So 
I'm not sitting here trying to be the finance guru of society. That ain't me. Uh, I am not a mortgage uh, lender for those who don't know me. I am not a uh, real estate agent. I am just giving you things that I learned along the way because I only want to inspire you, cultivate you, and make you socially aware. So let's get into what I'm getting ready to talk about. I am in the in the process. Not going to tell you where, not going to tell you when, just going to tell you in the process of purchasing a home. I am in the what you call preparation stage where you have to make sure that your credit history is where it needs to be. Your finances are at least prep in preparation for necessary changes that you thought were going to happen in your process of getting a home. And now some things have changed to where surprises like to come up. I, you know, somebody that one person didn't tell you what they said was going to happen, was going to happen. They told you something else, that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Rainy days, you know, when people just want, don't want to just want to randomly pop some extra bill on you that you did not even realize. I don't know if y'all ever dealt with that before, but anyway, uh, sorry, I'm going to get personal. So getting back into this, I have realized that I have been staying in apartments since I've started living on my own. Like it hasn't been a really, really long time. I'm not old as heck. I'm young, but it's to a point now where I'm like seeing that it's time for me to start investing in some things. I am almost 30 years old. And so I know that a lot of people know once you start hitting that age, once you start getting close to that age, you start wanting to actually be a better human being on earth and really get your ish together. And the main reason is people like to get married around that time. People like to start having kids around that time. I know there's some that have been younger and older, but that's, I feel that the average age bracket for when people start uh, starting a family with, uh, in their lives. So, um, for me, I feel like I need to get a home because if I'm paying my rent and, and these are not real numbers, these are made up numbers, but it, it's logical. If I'm paying my rent and it is over a thousand dollars a month and I can't even own I consider it a box, a box that I live in. Why would I stay in it, right? And so I've always been finicky with my money. I've always been a type of person that believe in saving my money, preserving my funds, my resources so that I never run out. I've been a, a, a independent woman for a very long time and I just don't believe in allowing yourself to run out of resources when you don't have one person that you know that would be like, yo, I got you. Now, granted, don't get it twisted. I'm sure there's somebody out there that I know that would. I'm sure there's a few. But I'm just saying, I don't look at it like that. I look at it like I got to take care of me no matter what. That's why I grind as hard as I do. And that's why I save as much as I do. So I like to save, but I want to purchase a home. So I got to the point where it's like, hold up. Let me have a conversation with myself real quick. Okay. You want this house? You say you want this house by 2020, but you ain't doing what it takes. So now you think you go. So they didn't came to make me realize, hold up, bring it back, go back forward. You need to save your money differently. Y'all, y'all probably doing this, but if you ain't, I want to share this. When you get paid, there normally is a time period, depending on how your rent and your bills are set up, 
there's normally a time period in the month if you get paid bi-weekly to where you are going to have more money in a certain check versus another why because rent is due at the beginning of the month and the next half of the month you put it towards bills but most times if you play your cards right your bills your normal bills are not as high as your rent unless you got really good cheap rent and i ain't mad at you if that's the case but my rent ain't cheap um so for me i feel like i was failing because i don't use it doesn't take a whole lot of money for me to live from week to week until i get paid again for two weeks right but i was taking this money that i was getting paid every week and putting it into a one account now i have two accounts but i wasn't putting it in a whole separate account to where i couldn't touch it savings account i didn't get a savings account i know this sounds trifling as i don't know what because i, I like to transfer my money back and forth that was a way for me to kind of save what i realized is what i should have been doing is continuing to live off the money that i already have saved up because it doesn't take that much to live based on the amount of money i'm talking about which i ain't going to disclose because that's my business but i could have left lived off of that money and then every check in the cycle that does not require me to pay my rent which is the biggest chunk of my money i could have been putting that to the side in the savings account letting it accrue interest but also so it lo it's locked and untouched and fully focused on being frugal even further with my money which helps me save my money and every month even the extra money i would get from after paying my rent i could have been putting that in the savings account i would have been saving so much dough so what i realize is we're worrying about saving money as a big chunk so we can always have it at our access at our fingertips you don't have to go into a position to where <clears throat> you are not getting some type of account set up to where your money is untouched. So what does that mean? It allows for me to now take the money that I normally would save and put it away for later. So that whenever I do need it, I can put it towards a home, towards my business, and allow that to keep building up. Because when those emergency times come in or when you really need extra money and you really and you know it would really help you to get to whatever goal you need financially, boom, it's there. It's not something you've got to remember to not touch. It's put away, it's locked off, and you're living frugally until you get to where you're trying to go financially, right? Another thing I want to talk about when it comes to investing now so that you can benefit later Getting a home now at the younger ages of their mid 20s, even younger 20s. I mean, I'm seeing people do that, especially a lot of YouTubers. Clap off to y'all for that cuz I should have been I should have been hopped on it, but it's okay. Cuz what I can't control, I have to put into the universe and it will happen. But going back to that. So, whenever you're talking about getting a home, you know, a lot of times we don't want to put up the money in uh, up front in the beginning. 
We don't want to have to put up a down payment, a closing cost, or some little extra money just to help us get over the hump if we do run into a bank like I did where the down payment is taken care of by the first time, first time home buyers program they have and then the closing cost is a certain percentage and then real estate can get the rest of the percentage of the closing cost paid for. So if you have that type of setup, you're not gonna really have to pay a lot of money in the beginning. You may pay an appraisal fee, that's $500 to $1,000, depending on which attorney you're gonna deal with. HOA fees, you're gonna pay um, property taxes and anything you may need to fix on the house. And also, um, from my understanding, you may have to pay some interest fees depending on um, your loan and at what point in time that stuff comes up for you. But that stuff is not going to be a whole, whole lot of money if you prepare so you make sure that you put your money away now so you can benefit later once it gets time for you to get to your so there's other methods you got to get to to get to be approved for the loan we're not going to go into all of that i'm not a real estate agent i'm not a mortgage lender and i ain't gonna pretend that i am i'm just giving you my experience because i'm in the middle of trying to get a house and i feel like hey why not include them on my journey and matter of factly i'm actually going to go uh, view a house soon with my real estate agent, my realtor, and we're gonna sit down and talk about the ins and outs of things. There are gonna be some parts you're not gonna be able to hear about, but I do want you to go on that journey with me. So I may vlog on my YouTube channel, stay tuned for that, to where you'll be able to see me, sit with me and watch the process. But, um, so when you get to that point, right, uh, of wanting to purchase a home, you can save a whole lot of money. So once you've gotten through the, the initial process of actually getting the, the closing on the house, you actually see that you only will have to pay, depending on what, on what the mortgage is for the house, if it's 150 to 175,000, you may only have to pay like 600, almost $700 on the monthly mortgage payment. Now you also gotta count in, they're gonna be monthly HOA fees, you're gonna have to count in property taxes and any interest fees that you may have to pay. Of course, insure your house could be uh, $175,000 to $180,000, $85,000. That still would maybe, only put you at seven to eight hundred dollars a month so if you're used to paying over a thousand dollars a month or whatever even nine hundred dollars a month you're saving and not only you're saving you're owning you're like not having to worry about your rent going up if you can get a fixed rate loan if it's gonna go up um, you may be able to talk to the owner or the loan person or loan officer to negotiate. You can also try for refinancing to where you may be able to get, may be able to get your mortgage lowered even further. I think that may be after like five years, but it's also not only that, it's an investment property. Ding, 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 ding. It's an investment property to where you could stay in it for two to three years, let somebody else stay in it, you could rent it out, that's continuous um, influx of income, or you can um, sell it. So if you sell it, you can get a certain amount, buy another house, sell it, buy another house, sell it. You're not paying the full, um, the full length of the mortgage, you are just gonna get the money eventually but the first or second house may have to pay for one another right but once you go after the first or second house you can have those houses paid for put them towards the next house or maybe you do it after the third house and then you take the money on the fourth or third house and you in 
pocket that money and you continue to do that, you'll be a freaking multimillionaire. Even if you want to go the route of renting, you will be able to have continuous income, that extra income that you didn't have before. You could also take that money and go into another part of real estate where you could go into apartments, owning complexes. You know they make money. If my rent is a little over a thousand a month and there's four 40 people that live in this neighborhood that I live in, then that's $40,000 per month. They taking y'all, y'all money. They taking my money. They taking our money y'all. But anyway, <laughs> 40,000 a month, not per year. You times that by 12 and you tell me what you get. That's like $480,000 a year or $400,000 a year easily easily so I just wanted to get into how important it is to invest now so that you can benefit later that money that you get from real estate could go into the next business or a business you had before you went into real estate that maybe you just couldn't get off the ground just yet you're living in it anyway you need somewhere to live anyway so why not just go ahead get you a home town home or single family home invest pay the lower mortgage so you're saving money there Put that money to the side of that savings account. And then once your two to three years is up, which is not really that long at all, and you want to enjoy your house, so that's long enough to enjoy your house, then you can go into investing in it, right? So I just feel like I wanted to talk about that, and specifically for the black community, not that my podcast is only for African Americans, but because that is the race I belong in, and I feel like we need to be educated more on certain things that other races may already be educated on or are head in. Uh, I wanted to kind of give my insight because we need to do more of that. We need to do more of really taking advantage of the uh, ability to invest in ourselves and do it now do it while you're young do it while you have the ability to mess up and try again and fix it and fix it again right the older you get it's harder because you want to be able to have a sustainable income that you can depend on for your retirement check every month or every week but for those who you know are younger you have an advantage and i'm not saying that when you're older you don't have an advantage you do there's never a right or wrong time you just got to get started when it comes to your mind and just get it done all right so i have talked your head off for the night this is the next episode that will be dropping on thursday by the time you see this video it will be ready to be dropped again thank you so much for everybody for tuning in if you have not subscribed liked or commented on any of my content my videos on youtube please go and do that now i will be able to put the name that you can find me under on all of my social media below that is for youtube instagram and facebook all right so I want you to really be able to get this content. A lot of people that have been reaching out have really felt like they've really been impacted in some kind of way, whether they've learned something, whether they could relate to it, whether it also just inspired them and made them feel like, okay, I really can go and do this thing that I haven't done yet. Um, and, and that just pertains to whatever I'm talking about, right? So um, thank you again for tuning in. Please go comment on this video, like it, and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Please follow me if you haven't followed me yet on Instagram. I will follow you back. Those who follow me can definitely attest to that. Also, follow me on Facebook. And if you want to hear any more from me, always feel free to DM me. Could comment on any of my posts and say I'd like to hear more of this type of content. 
I will do my best to bring that heat, that flame to you and talk about it. Now, also, I am going to be putting my links, which I've been doing, but I want to remind you guys for my audio on Spotify and Apple Podcasts at the same time as my video and visual. So, it, it, and sometimes it may come first because it's just easier to upload. Um, for all you YouTubers, you know what I'm talking about. But um, if you <clears throat> do have Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you're already ahead. All you have to do is click on the link in my bio I normally post I app I normally post the Apple Podcast link. I'll try to post Spotify, um, the link for Spotify in, in coherent to the link for Apple Podcasts, but you know they only allow us one spot on the darn uh, bio. Anyway, so I will do my best to interchange those two links so that you can have a chance. But I also share it with people um in my DM. So if I am sharing it with you, shout out to you for reading and listening and, and showing love. Um, if you haven't had a chance to start listening, please start. And um, yeah, anybody who ever wants a shout out, anybody who ever wants some type of support in any kind of way, let me know. If you want to collab and do an interview or collab and do a episode of us just talking about random topics that pertain to my pod, do that. If you, if you have a podcast and you want me to come on to your podcast, I'm open to that as well. Again, thank you for tuning in to Miss LaRae's podcast. I appreciate you. I love you. May peace, love, and blessings go your way. And we again are who? The number one in inspirational, cultural, and social awareness podcasting. I only aspire to inspire you, cultivate you, and socially aware you. Nobody else but you. Thank you for tuning in with Miss Sly Wright. I hope you have a great day. Let's get it. <laughs>